Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I'm so excited that you're here today, and I'm so excited for what we have to talk about, as always. My students at school, so I'm a third grade teacher, third grade reading teacher, and my students at school make fun of me because every time we read a book, I tell them this is one of my favorite books. This is one of my favorite stories, and I've been doing that for years, even when I taught kindergarten, my kids would always um, point that out. They say, Miss Anna, every time we read a book, you say it's your favorite, and it's true because I only read them books that were my favorite books. And so same with you guys. It's the same with you guys on the podcast. I'm only talking about things that are like my favorite things to talk about. So I'm always excited. I am excited about today because we're going to go a little bit of a different direction than what we normally talk about. We've been talking about Bible study tips for the past few weeks and today we're going in a little bit of a different direction although it goes hand in hand with your bible reading i would love to talk about prayer a little bit today it's my number one bible reading tip it's the very first thing that i said on the very first episode is that you can never forget to pair your bible reading with prayer and so i mean we had to talk about it eventually right so today is the day today's the day that we're going to talk about prayer And I've heard a million sermons, a million studies, I say a million, probably more like thousands, but still it's a lot, um, about prayer. And I've even taught several at our church. I've taught several lessons on prayer uh, to our Wednesday night Bible study classes, to to Sunday school classes in the past. But today, this is going to be a little bit different because the truth is, We can listen to every lesson on prayer that there is, but it means nothing if we're not doing it. It really doesn't. I want to look at what the Bible says about prayer, and I want to look at how we can apply it to our Bible study, of course, because I have to talk about that. But that's kind of what we're going to dig into today. And I want to start with a quote from one of my favorite people. There I go again all my favorites, um, that I really do look up to this woman of God, Sister Angie Burks from Mississippi, someone that I've known and looked up to for my whole life. And she said this um, when she was preaching one time, and I have never forgotten it. She said that um, if someone asked her, um, if I don't have enough time to read and pray, which one should I do? And she says, you should read the Bible because it'll make you pray. And I just love that, and I've thought about that so many times, and it's true. Every time I read the Bible, I find something that I need help with. I find something that I want the Lord to just really let it sink down in my soul, and I do find myself praying um, when I read the Bible. And if we go back to my first Bible study tip about pairing your Bible reading with prayer, I say pray before you read, pray while you're reading, and pray after you read the whole time. I'm really good about praying before I read. And so let's just talk about that. Some of the things that I pray for before I read, I will say, God, give me wisdom. Give me understanding of your word. 
a, a big thing that I pray, um, I've just started praying in the past few years when I read is, Lord, if there's something that I have misunderstood or something that I've gotten wrong about you, please correct it in me through your word. And I've learned so many new things about God when I, I've postured myself. So that's what praying does before you read the Bible is that it kind of helps you to get in the posture of knowing that you can't understand it on your own and you can't figure it out on your own. You need God's help. And when you can approach your Bible reading in that way, then your heart is just so much more open to what God has to say to you. And what I've been working on lately is praying during my Bible reading because there are definitely times every time that I read the Bible, I'm finding, oh, wow, that's something that God's speaking to me that I really need to work on, or that's a way that he's wanting to make me more like him, or that's something that I have never seen before, and I want to apply it to my life, and just stopping and praying right then and there, God, help me with this. Lord, help me to remember it. Help this to sink down deep. Help me to put down roots in this word and let it grow in me, and then praying afterwards always. So before, during, after, I think you should pray. But praying is a lot like reading the Bible in that if you've never done it before, or if you're not, if it's not something that you do regularly, it can be intimidating. Um, sometimes, because sometimes it just feels like you're talking to yourself and it, you know, God doesn't always speak back and he definitely doesn't speak back. Like if you were talking to a person. So, that's why I say to pair it with your Bible reading because God does speak to us through his word. So there's that. But I remember a few years back, we, um, the ladies in our church had prayer partners and I was partnered with someone who had been going to our church for a few years, but she wasn't raised in church or anything. And, but she had been in our church for a few years. And so we were prayer partners. And after like a ladies meeting one night, we were encouraged to just go find a spot in the church and sit down with our partner and to pray with them. And so we sat down and we talked about our prayer request. And I said, well, how about this? I'm going to pray. I want to pray for you. And then you can pray for me. And she confided in me that she said, I have never prayed out loud before. And so maybe you're listening to this podcast and that's you. That's okay. Today's a great day to start. And so when I say that, let me also say that God knows our hearts and God knows our thoughts. I believe that about him. So he knows the prayers that we pray in our in our minds. But um, I do believe that there's so much power to, to just saying out loud into speaking. The Bible says that there's life and death in the power of the tongue. And so... You got to use your tongue to speak out loud. Also, the Bible talks to us about having a heavenly prayer language. And so that's something that we, it has to be spoken out loud. So how do we pray? Just the very basics. That's what I want to talk about. And I've got one more story for you before I read some scripture. But a few weeks ago, my nephew Micah, he's six years old. He asked me the same question. He said, what if I don't know how to pray, which he's asked a lot of people in my family this, and they could all give their story of um, their response to him. But this is my podcast, so I'm going to tell you what I said to him. And I told him, I said, you know, it's just like if you were talking to a friend, but you just can't see him. 
And I said, and you can just talk out loud and you can just talk to him like you would talk to anybody. And so um, after our class that night, we went back in the sanctuary and I went down to the altar with Micah and we knelt down there at the altar and I said, let's pray. And I said, you're just going to start by saying, hey, God, um, and I love you. I said, and then you can tell him what it is that you need help with. And so he was kneeling down there at the altar and he said, God, please give me the strength. And then he stopped. He said, oh, my goodness, what did I just do? And it was just the most precious, precious moment from this little six-year-old boy. But I hope that after this podcast that some of you can have that moment too where you're just talking to God and then say, oh, my goodness, what did I just do? I just talked to the God of the universe. I just spoke to him and I know that he's listening to me and I hope that you have that childlike faith to know that he's listening and that when you pray that it really is powerful. Micah went on to pray that God would, he said, God, give me the strength uh, to be better at all the things that I need to be better about. And he started listing them off. He wanted to be better at reading. He wanted to be better at math. He wanted to be better at playing the drums. And it was just so sweet. Um, And I'm so glad I got to witness that moment. And I may not get to witness it for you, and that's okay. Because um, the Bible actually gives us some really clear directions on how to pray. And part of that is that um, the Bible says there's a lot of power when we pray in secret and when we pray in private. And I think God knows that there are going to be things that we need to pray about that everyone doesn't need to know about. It's not everyone's business. And so that's why he said, you can you can pray in private. Find you a, a private place. Um, for me, it's my car. I pray in my car on the way to work every morning. And of course, I pray all throughout the day. Um, I was telling one of my coworkers a week or so ago, I said, I prayed for you. I said, I went in the bathroom and I prayed. And so I hope that doesn't <laughs> offend you that I was praying in the bathroom. And uh, like I said, you can pray anywhere. And I'm just thankful to know that. But let's talk about prayer. Let's talk about what the Bible says. Um, we think, you know, I think it's really sweet that Micah asked me that question. Um, how do I pray? But the disciples asked Jesus that same question. They were grown people and they asked him the same question. They said, please teach us how to pray. And Jesus did that. And so that's who I want to learn about praying from is Jesus. So let's let's see what he said. We find the Lord's prayer in two places in the gospels. The first is in Matthew and then Matthew chapter 6, starting with verse 9, and then the other is in the book of Luke chapter 11. And I like this. I want to read from Luke first. Um, Luke chapter 11, verse 1, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. It says, Once Jesus was in a certain place praying, as he finished, one of his disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. And I love this because... um, I just imagine that the disciples were listening to Jesus pray and thought, oh man, he really knows how to do this. We want we want him to teach us. And so um, he says, verse 2, Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Father, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. Give us each day the food we need and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation. Then, teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you want 
you went to a friend's house at midnight, wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit, and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me, the door is locked for the night, and my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. And so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. And I've talked about this. I talked about this earlier, but as you read, already reading this, it makes me want to pray. Because I know that there are things that I've given up on asking for from God. But His Word just now told me that I should keep asking. And so I might even have to pause this and pray. But I do want to keep on reading. Verse 11 says, You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So we learn a lot of really good information here when the disciples ask Jesus to teach them how to pray. He gives them kind of, I I do not think that the Lord's Prayer is something that Jesus meant for us just to recite, just to repeat. Um, I think he was giving us a plan, um, an example of how to pray. But then he follows it up with these examples of a friend asking for something, of a child asking of something of their father. And so the advice there is to keep asking and also to know that if you're praying to your heavenly father, that he wants to give you good things. He is a good, good father. Now let's go back um, to Matthew chapter 6 where Uh, Jesus gives his disciples some more great advice on praying. Chapter 6, verse 5 says, When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. I tell you, look, we have just read a few scriptures, but it has taught us so much about our God, um, our Father in heaven and who he is, that he sees everything and that the things that you pray to him in private about, he knows all the details. Thank you, Jesus. Um, When you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers, this is verse 7, are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask Him. But pray like this. And I'm going to read um, this from, starting with verse 9 from the New King James Version. Our Father in heaven hallowed be your name. It means your name is holy. Your name is good. And so we're going to begin our prayer by lifting up the name of Jesus. Jesus, I love you and I love your name. Verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I think this is so powerful. And it's that we're praying that God's will would be done. God's will is done in heaven freely. Nothing stands in the way of God's will in heaven, and that's what we want it to be like here on earth. Let 
that's when we prayed that we're saying, God, don't let anything stand in your way. Not even me, not even my plans. Just let your will be done and help me to get out of the way. Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. So once we've praised God, once we've praised his name, once we've told him that he can have his will and that we have surrendered to him and to his will, then we can pray over our needs, what the things that we have need of. Verse 12, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So this is where we ask for forgiveness and also where we ask God to help us to forgive others. And I don't know about you, that's something I need to include in my daily prayer because it's not easy. And do not lead us, verse 13, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So he begins and ends with worship. That's how he instructs us to pray, begin and end with worship to the Lord. And when we start our prayers by surrendering to his will, then we can ask for, all, for these other things and pray for these other things, knowing that God is sovereign and that, uh, and so that's really cool how that works out. We're, we're praising God. We're telling him he's holy, which means he's set apart that there's no one like him. And then we're saying that he can do whatever he wants in our lives. And so it's that, what that really does is that it's preparing our heart that whatever we ask for, we're trusting him, that he's going to do what he thinks is best. And I, and I want the Lord, I want him to have his will and his way in my life. And when I pray before I read the Bible, man, how powerful it is when those two things come together, that I have reminded myself that I serve a holy God, that there is no one like him. And I've told him that I want him to have his will in my life. And then I I read the Bible and I see what he's trying to teach me. And now you can see how pairing my Bible reading with prayer, it is changing me. I feel, and every time I'm reminded of it, I feel the Lord working on me. And that's just so powerful to me. And I hope that it's powerful to you. And as always, I hope that if you haven't prayed today, or if you haven't read the Bible today, I'm sorry that you listened to this whole podcast. At any time, you can turn it off and pray and read. But, um, I hope that you will do that now, that you will turn this podcast off and that you will say a prayer and that you will find time to read the Bible because you don't have to listen to me, but you have to talk to God. You have to listen for his voice because he is the one who's doing the changing. He is the one who's going to lead us and he's the one that we're going to spend eternity with. So Thanks for listening today, you guys, and I hope that um, I hope that you're getting closer to the Lord. I hope that these podcasts are helping you to draw closer to Him. They're helping me to be reminded of who He is, and I'm just so thankful. I'm thankful to know Jesus, and I'm thankful to know you guys and that you're listening. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. To wrap this thing up, I want you to repeat after me. Say, I am a Bible reader. I can understand God's word. And I will be changed by what I learn. 
Hey guys, you're going to change so much more than just your own life. By understanding God's word, you're going to change your family, your community, and this world. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you again soon.